I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. And welcome to the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's start the countdown! It was way back in episode two we did our top ten Harrison Ford movies. Arguably one of his greatest roles is swashbuckling archaeologist Henry Jones Jr. After first appearing on our screens back in 1981, we are now preparing for Indy's final quest at the end of June. Adventure has a name and it's Neil with ten indie facts. Thank you very much, pal. So here we go. George Lucas originally didn't want to cast Harrison Ford since he'd already been in two of his other movies. Oh. That's it. We got there in the end. <laughs> Tom Selleck was originally offered the role of Indiana, but CBS prevented him from taking the role because of his involvement in Magnum P.I. Spielberg later wrote Selleck a wonderful letter saying Selleck could work for him at any time. The famous Raiders scene in which Indy shoots the Cairo swordsman in the market instead of him fighting him was Harrison Ford's idea. He had food poisoning and had to run back to his trailer every 10 minutes to use the sanitary facilities. <laughs> uh, Harrison Ford, unlike Indiana Jones, is not afraid of snakes, rats or bugs. The club owned by the villainous Lao Che in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is called Club Obi-Wan, a nod to Star Wars. The entire conveyor belt scene in Temple of Doom was shot with Harrison Ford's double Vic Armstrong. Ford suffered a serious back injury on set and had to fly back to Los Angeles for six weeks to receive treatment. The first time Harrison Ford got on the suspension bridge, he ran from one end to the other. Spielberg, though, was terrified of heights and went only out 40 yards either end. The original idea of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade was centred around a haunted castle, but Spielberg had just finished working on Poltergeist and wasn't keen on the idea. When it came to casting Indy's father, Spielberg felt there was only one person who could play his father, and that was James Bond, the original James Bond, the greatest James Bond, of course, Sean Connery. And Harrison Ford thinks the most important part of Indiana Jones' character is his tenacity and his unwillingness to give up. And his hat, of course. 
Yeah, yeah. And is hot. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We're here for the Indiana Jones, uh, top 10 Indiana Jones movie moments. And uh, when we thought swashbuckler, when we thought of uh, adventurer. Heroes. Heroes. We, there's only one man, the man and the legend, Giles You can Taylor. get it, Phillips. Is <laughs> <laughs> here to join us. And uh, welcome, Giles. How are you? Hey team, it's lovely to see you both. Thank you so much for inviting me on and thank you for that introduction. I, I was waiting for you to say someone completely different and you couldn't get them. And it was, it was like, <laughs> oh, Giles, you're a hero in our eyes. <laughs> Indeed, oh, man. You're very sweet. Adventure has a name and it's Giles Haley Phillips. <laughs> it's a very long, posh name. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, I feel like, they, yeah, Paley, Giles Paley Phillips could be like one of Indiana Jones's like um, scholar oh. partners. Yes. Yeah, I'd definitely yeah. be the more Delamene Elliott style person, yeah, you know. But still takes person. him out for the odd adventure, you know? Yeah, I'd be, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And you'd have one of those big travel suitcases with GPP stenciled on the... You'd have to oh, be yeah. a big suitcase for that name. I mean, it would. <laughs> maybe, maybe you could be like uh, Marion's Ravenwood's brother or something. Yeah. Yeah, you see, that would work, wouldn't it? A Ravenwood, that would work. Yeah, I'd have to be a Ravenwood, but they're they're a bit, yeah. They're a bit odd, aren't they? They still have their own adventures, don't they, as well? (laughs) They do. Disney Plus are already probably starting on the TV show of that. In fact, I think there was a rumour they were going to do a shoot-off called about the Ravenwoods. I think that was a, a genuine idea oh, really? we're going to have. Well, I'm available. Yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah. Well, we can I Can I just story. caveat a little bit? The last fact you were saying about Harrison Ford and Sean Connery. Am I right in thinking there wasn't much of an age gap, actually, between like, the two? No, eight there wasn't. Year, no, was it like eight years or it something? Was, it, well, I like don't that? even think it was that. It was, it was something very, yeah, it was something that was like mathematically impossible for them yeah. in real yeah. life to be father and son. But, um, but I mean... I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it. I mean, the Indiana Jones three movies, I don't tend to count the Crystal Skull. Well, do you know what? I'm just going to say it out now. I didn't count it. (laughs) Right. I I will say, I have got one in my top ten. I've got one indie moment from the Crystal... From the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull in my top ten. Yeah, it's my I number ten. Dis- I thought it'd gone that movie. I didn't think it existed anymore. No, there's just one <laughs> moment in it that that that, that is like that for, for me. It's like it sums up Indiana Jones. So okay. uh, there was one. Fair bit. enough. But but yeah, in regards to what we're going to talk about, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the, the first three movies. Um, but where do, where do you stand, Giles, on your on your thoughts on Indiana Jones as a character and and the trilogy, if you like? Love, I mean, actually, I'm a big fan of the first two movies. Last Crusade, not so much. I think, you know, there's things in it that I think, from a film point of view, are not quite right. But I think that's just me being like a pedantic film buff. But I think as a, as a, um, the first two are, are phenomenal and, you know, obviously heaps of nostalgia, particularly the first one. I think Raiders of the mm. Lost Ark, it can be on any time and I will end up watching it. The mm. entire thing because it is just so good still. yeah and i think just because of the full mythology and the storylines and stuff i think it's yeah it's way up there as one of the greatest actual movies of all time yeah i mean neil we've already done like uh, movie heroes yeah we've done a uh, top action films and harrison ford indiana jones raiders of the lost ark as 
appeared heavily, hasn't it? Well, yeah, absolutely. And when we did our greatest movies, I will. Raiders of the Lost Ark came in my number one because I think it is a perfect movie. You know, we talk about there's very few movies that start to finish perfect. I think that one is a perfect movie, and it's just great to have a boy's own adventure. You know, the the, the reminiscent of those old chapter plays that we used to see on a Saturday morning when I was a kid, and I I just love it. I just and to me, it hasn't dated one iota at all. No, but it's That's also what's... it's old school filmmaking. It's yeah, Vic Armstrong. It's stuntmen getting hurt while doing stunts, mm. and as much practical effects as possible. Very rare, um, very little visual effects, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, visual effects was just sort of starting in full force there with Star Wars and, and Raiders and stuff. But yeah, do you remember can... the first time you saw it? I do uh, remember the first time I saw it. Yeah, yeah, Giles. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Was very young. I mean, what was it? Eighty four, eighty one, eighty one, mm. maybe eighty four is when I saw it then. Right, maybe yeah, because they later, did re-release obviously before Temple of Doom and that came. Yeah, out yeah, definitely. So I, yeah, it must have been around that time because I mean, yeah, eighty one. I would have only been four, so I would have been really young mm. to watch it then. So maybe it was around mid eighties. Perhaps it was on. It was definitely on at Christmas. I think that's probably when I saw it for the first time. Yeah, right. yeah, because my parents took took me and some friends to from school for my birthday to go and see it. And I can remember that one of my friends like dropped his popcorn or whatever, was picking it up and then looked back at the screen at the moment that the snake was coming out of the mummy's mouth <laughs> in the well of souls and he shit himself. He absolutely, because it was like, I mean, there was... Mm-hmm. So what would I have been in 81? I was 12 in 81. Yeah. So there was some scary stuff in all of the movies, but in that one with faces melting and, you know, spoilers, anybody who hasn't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Face, you know, faces caving in and mm. um, spikes going through people's heads and all that kind of stuff. There's yeah. a lot of stuff going on. So, yeah, I can remember uh, Will, my mate, absolutely shit himself. Yeah. It was so funny. Oh, we but, were on. Yeah holiday i always remember being on holiday and it came out and we went my dad took us to see it and then as soon as we came back from holiday i went again with my mum yeah <laughs> yeah it went to so watch good. it in the old swindon cinema there oh, God. oh the good old days the old mm. days right then giles kick us off with your number 10 indiana jones moment well it's it's i don't know if we can have an entire sequence but it's the entire no, that's se- fine yeah yeah the entire sequence of temple of doom at the beginning where the he's trying to get the antidote and then she's trying to get the diamond and there's like ice all over the floor and they're trying to like, and they're just scrabbling around. In fact, that ent- whole t- entire sequence I think is just fantastic from the moment where the mute, the, the, um, where she comes out and sings, um, the song and then they got the whole kind of, um, anything goes, anything, anything goes, goes, of course. Yes. I was trying right. to remember what it was, but yeah, anything goes. And then all that whole kind of set piece of that, the mm. choreography of that as the opening sequence, uh, and then going into like the bit where they're exchanging, um the little it's the little buddha isn't it in the it's um it's nuhachi isn't it nuhachi, yeah. that's nuhachi. and he's exchanging it for a diamond yes that's certain. yeah uh with so david great, yip yeah. wasn't david yip yes. he was in it yeah was the, the chinese uh, detective the chinese yeah. detective yeah he yeah. was um indies the mate the waiter mate, wasn't he yeah yeah, yeah. Who, who, who you know spoiler alert gets popped off quite he does. he does um but yeah, yeah just that, the whole that... kind of comedy it, it mixes up the whole thing i think that again it's there's i think lots of things we'll probably talk about tonight are very indiana jones moments mm. a yes. combination of action comedy you know thrill you mm. know and then the mythology sort of aspects of them as well yeah, absolutely yeah. and the inventiveness i mean that whole bit with the giant um gong and he's yes. running behind yeah, it right, yeah it's so clever. Yeah. And I think 
all these kind of moments of <clears throat> showcase how great a director Steven Spielberg was. Yes, is. and I think in his prime. I think for many years, a lot of people think he's underrated. Mm. Um, mm. In, 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 but some of his shot sequences are just fantastic. Mm. Absolutely, the yeah, skewer yeah. death as well. The skewer death, yeah. Yeah, is gruesome. It really it is. is. Yeah, but like, yeah, you're totally right with the, the mixture of just action and adventure and the little bits of comedy and yeah. Um, and I can always remember them saying that when when George Lucas and Steven Spielberg first had the idea, George Lucas wanted to start the move, started the first movie like he was James Bond, but but mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg said no. We want we need to see him in his leather jacket and his. But George Lucas got his wish with this one because he's there with his you know, yeah. very nice suit on. White tux, yeah. White tux and stuff. So, also, great there's wonders. one thing as well that's interesting is that obviously the sequence of years is different. Obviously, this is a year before. That's right. That's right. So, there's that kind of like interesting, oh, okay, this is actually set before. So, okay, we've, we're seeing him like in a different, maybe it's a different phase of his life almost. Mm. Um, so, that that's always, I always found that interesting as well, that, that change of time seems to be with it being before, like a prequel. Mm. I mean, I didn't realise when I first watched them. I really didn't. I didn't have a clue. I didn't twig. It was only later on in life when, I think when Young Indy came out, I suddenly thought, oh, hang on. Because <laughs> it didn't really tell you, did it, that it was set before? I'll tell you what, the, the making of Temple of Doom, it, uh, Harrison Ford says that, like, this is set a year or so before Raiders, and I'm three years older now. He said, so I'm four years too old for the part. <laughs> he actually makes a point of, right. like you say, I think because it might say at the start. I think it says 1935. Yeah. And mm. 36 is yeah. Raiders. So, but yeah. you're not really going to, I mean, you wouldn't, I wouldn't remember that it was 36 in Raiders because no. it would have been three years on from, from that movie. But, but you're, <laughs> straight off the bat, you're like, okay, he's, he's, he's going to survive. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it's a great one to start with. Go on, Neil, you're number 10. Well, I've got another intro, but it's Raiders of the Lost Ark's intro when you first meet Indy when they're just about to go into the cave. That's my number it, eight. That's my where number it's eight. Very dark. You, yeah. You're not sure who Indy is. Um, that I mean, I've I, again, like Giles, I've clubbed the whole sequence together because it is just one long action sequence, isn't it? The whole spikes, the spiders on the back. Um, you know the tunnel. Um, going through till they get to the uh, the icon at the end, and then the rolling boulder and the escape into the plane. Snakes, I hate snakes. You yeah, know, that whole sequence is one of the. I I genuinely believe one of the greatest openings of all time. I mean, to be fair, Neil, that is the first like twenty five minutes of the movie. But it's a whole sequence. <laughs> it is. But you could you could have like ten, you a top ten moments, moments from that twenty five minutes. I know, but I'm just saying it all leads it all leads together. But it is the first introduction of when he whips the guy, doesn't he, and turns around. And he's got the very shaded, and he's got his fedora on, and it's very. He almost seems like a bad guy at the very well, yeah, that, yeah. And, and obviously a very young Alfred Molina as well. That's right. Yeah, as well. Like he's yeah. the sort of. Yeah, who turns out to be a treacherous yes, like, uh, assistant. I mean, I'm, Throw me I'm the icon. I'm just yeah. idle. Throw me the idle. idle. Throw me the idle. Sorry. I get very anal about those things. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> but my, so for mine's number eight, but mine is just that shot of Indy walking out of the darkness. And like you say, if if you've never seen the film before, you think, like, well, this is a bad dude. The, the, mm-hmm. the way that the music is ominous, and it is so Spielberg, like coming from out of the shadows. Yeah. He's got that look in his eyes. And you wouldn't, oh, he's a teacher. That's what he is. Mm. He's a, he's a t- no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he can't be a teacher, but this is like, this is what he does on his days off. You know, he's just going to be this badass looking for 
But yeah, it's my point, and it leads straight into one of the that whole sequence to me oh, is one of the greatest openings. It absolutely is. Did did you put that in your movie openings? Top ten. I think I can't remember. <laughs> Probably forgot knowing me. <laughs> but that's the problem. Uh, keep doing top tens, isn't it? it? Is. Yeah, You're it suddenly thinking. Oh, yeah, it absolutely is. Um, yeah, so it's, um, the opening sequence is my number three, actually. Oh, that's your number three. Okay. Yeah, quite high up because it's just such, like you say, it's such an iconic kind of mm. moment in, in film, and that yeah. the boulder coming down and everything as well. Like, so, yeah. yeah that, that, but I think it's got so many elements to it. Like you say, it's got uh, like we've said with the Templar Dune intro. It's it's got comedy, it's got adventure, it's got action, it's got mm. intrigue, it's got thrill. The bit where he's trying to move the idol and the weight of the bag and yeah. stuff, and then you think he thinks he's nailed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, slowly so sinks. All those, yeah, so all those kind of things are just like classic Indiana Jones. Mm. But it and classic tell you, Spielberg as yeah, well. Yeah, it tells yeah. you everything you need to know about the character in 20 minutes and the fact yeah. that, right, he's a badass, he knows what he's doing, you know, stay out of the light. Because looking at what do you mean, stay out of the light, just stay out of the light. So he well, knows not, all these things. He's not a perfect hero, is he? I mean, no, not, like, absolutely. But then he gets in the yeah. cockpit, and you know that he's scared shitless about snakes. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. like. So it's like straight away, you know, he's got weaknesses. So he's yeah. just a human. He's just not a. He's not a superhero. That's what I love about him as a character: the fact that you hit him and he bleeds. Yeah, and he hurts. And he can be. A, he can just be a bit crap sometimes. Yes, <laughs> he can. Yes. Yeah. Um, my number 10 so this one is from Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and it is basically the indie silhouette at the start uh, okay because I think one of the things that Spielberg always said is that the one thing about Indiana Jones is if you see his silhouette with his hat on you know exactly who it is mm. and I thought it was a great way to introduce the character that you know his hat falls on the floor as he's being bundled out of the, the boot of the, the, the car or the van or whatever puts his hat on and you see that silhouette and it doesn't matter how old Harrison Ford is. I'm kind of hoping the new movie will have that kind of little thing of a silhouette or something because that shape, that, that vision is timeless. Mm. That, that shape is Indiana Jones. Um, so I thought I had to put that in there as much as there's so many bits in Crystal Skull that are, I mean, it has got some moments. It's like got the good moments, moments but you know, there's so many bits the, in it that doesn't make any sense. No, we we all know. I mean, I've pretty much disowned the movie, but I do love the bit when he's swinging on his whip and then doesn't make the thing and comes straight back into yes. the windscreen of the Nazi cars. Yes. That's perfect comedy and perfect indie moment. I but... thought you was going to say Shia LaBeouf swinging with the monkeys then. I thought you was well, going to yeah. say I would have stopped the podcast straight away then. No, I, I, I have no no crystal skull no. on here. Well, that's it. That's crystal skull finished with. We can just concentrate on... We can relax. That God. Yes. Have you, have you got a... One, Giles, have you got a crystal skull? That's okay. No, I... I, I yeah, I, it's funny. I was just talking to my wife, Michelle, before we came on, and she said, I don't think I've even seen that movie. I said, we have watched it. She's like, eradicated it from her brain. Mm, um, it's just a bad I remember movie. the bit where he sort of... Doesn't he go... There's like a, is there like a nuclear bomb goes off and he's in a fridge? Fridge, yes. that's, that's the only Come on, come on. A lead line fridge, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they always did those wonderful Paramount openings, like in the first movie, you see the, yeah, the, yeah. the mountain. But in that one, they, you knew it was a bit ropey when they had the gopher hill yeah, to me. That's yeah. all it was. Thought, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Okay, then, Giles, you're number nine, please. Chilled monkey brains. Uh, <laughs> the supper. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, it's just like a comedy moment, but mm. it's, uh, yeah, I was, <laughs> my friend always liked going on about. Uh, like you know, if you go to a restaurant and have a bad meal, I'm like, oh, chill, chill, monkey brains. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so yeah, so the, yeah. I love that sequence, the whole sequence where they're just bringing out more and more ghastly edibles. Yeah, mm. or, in, or well, inedibles. 
Yeah. That's my number seven. Is that your number seven? Okay. Yeah. But the the guys that are eating it are absolutely loving it, aren't they? They're, I mean, they're, oh, yeah, they, know, oh yeah. The guy opposite is like he's eating with all that the beetle. Bugs. Yeah. Oh, he absolutely loves it. And then they, you know, or maybe he could bring us a soup and it's got eyeballs in That's it. That's it, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a hat, why? Because I'm gonna puke in it. Puke in it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a very clever bit when they slice the snake open and all the little ones come yeah. out. Very yeah. clever how they did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then at the end of the table, you've got this really deep political discussion that's, that's going, yes. <laughs> they just sort of, yeah, we're just eating monkey brains, it's fine, you know, yeah. it's just normal. You know, it's just normal food. Um, whereas, yeah, you've got these kind of juxtapositions again of like mm. the really, the depth that is in these movies, which is like, you know, often like political intrigue or, you know, mythical... Um, things that are going on so yeah no I, I really love that scene. and yeah, Kate Capshaw as Willie made that such a great thing yeah, the way yeah. she reacted was so funny and yeah. fantastic yeah yeah, yeah. that yeah. is a great one very good give me your hat go on then Neil you're number nine so my number nine is the rail cart chase from uh, Temple of Doom which ah. I believe was originally going to be in Raiders of the Lost Ark but they couldn't work it out how to fit it that in that is my it? number four. Oh, yeah mm. I like that sequence yeah, it's a great sequence. It really is. I mean, when you watch the makings of it, they talk about it, don't they? How they storyboarded it ready for Raiders of the Lost Ark and mm. then couldn't fit it in, so they moved it into that one. But it obviously works a lot better in the situation they're in in and India. Then seamless stop motion animation yeah. Yeah. for certain clips and stuff. Dennis Muir and Phil Tippett and just it's so all good, it's just all it? it's like classic um, mm. industrial light and magic yeah. stuff. You know mm. how they go from doing a live. And then the whole bit with Indy where he's like his foot's on fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> water, 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 water. Yeah. <laughs> Just oh, coming towards him. Again, great comedic moments. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, the break breaks off, doesn't it? And in That's the it. And, yeah, it's, no, it is. It's really fantastic. Because I, I don't know about you guys, but but when the movies came out, I used to devout, wait at like whenever it was Christmas time or holidays when they would show like the making of Raiders Lost Ark or the mm. making of Temple of Doom. I think Temple of Doom was, the, I can always remember, what was the name of that? God, it was a quiz show. What was a quiz show that Derek Beatty used to do? Mr. and Mrs. Oh, yeah, that's it. And I can remember recording the making of Temple of Doom uh, on on video, kids. It's a video Ages, recorder. Yeah. And it, and then the announcer, as the, the, the credits were going up, said, and next it's Mr. and Mrs. with Derek Beatty. And I can always remember that that was a... That, right, let's, turn, let's, let's stop recording now. Let's stop recording. <laughs> but I used to devour that because it gives you all the information about mm. how they made the movie. I mean, now you know how everything's done. You know, it's all CG. And the fact that they they built like an actual roller coaster kind of... Did, thing yeah. for that and they put the the background really close to the track so that it looked like it was going a lot faster than it actually was different lighting made it look like different things it was just one straight it's just fascinating but it's all mm-hmm. done by thinking how they can solve problems where now it's just let's put a few ones and zeros in the computer and boom it's all it's all done for you but yeah it didn't make my top 10 there that one for some reason Never mind. But that's a great one. So that's your number nine. My number nine uh, is from The Last Crusade, and it's when Indy and Dad are getting... Um, they're getting, uh, what's the word, chased by a plane, and then they, they're all on the what is it, like, motorbike and sidecar, and um, then there's like, I think it's a three or four of the motorbike and sidecars that come after Indy. And he picks them off one by one. Yeah. And every time he he destroys one of these motorbikes and sidecar, he sort of looks at his dad 
to see if there's a little bit of like approval and just every time Sean Connery's face is a picture because he's just not impressed at all and, and and poor old Harrison Ford just looks like a little kid that is just what just wants a little bit of you know wants to impress his dad just once and it's just that look on Sean Connery's face and he keeps looking at his watch thinking like you know Come on, we need to be in Berlin. I think they need to get yeah, to, don't they? That's right, because they stop at the crossroads. It's actually that's my number two, Pav. Oh, is it? I think it's one of the it's such a well written sequence. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's um but then Sorry. there's also there's very, very clever ways of getting rid of all these, you know, using a a, a fence post as a um jousting pole, you know, to get rid of a couple of the things. Oh, Neil's gone. Um but yeah, so that for me was a, a great one. It's just the look on Sean Connery's face. He's just a such a good actor. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I mean, I think the, uh, seeing those two acting together as well is just uh, it's a real treat, isn't it? To get those yeah. two on screen mm. together. Yeah, absolutely. So, why was it your number two then, Neil? Because, like I was just saying, I love the whole script, the whole writing of that sequence, like you just said, with the father and, stir, and son, the approval from his father, the whole way along. And everyone's put up with motorbikes spinning next to them, shoes getting shot at and everything. I just love that whole sequence. I think it's perfectly written and perfectly acted as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I love that moment. That's good. I'm glad that's high up in yours then. Okay, Uh, Giles, your number eight, please. Number eight is um, is when the the Dr. Joneses meet and hook up when we first sort of get them into, you know, when he's like, Junior! Right. Which is, yeah. So I just think that moment where we sort of see them on screen together for the first time. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just, yeah. That's when he thinks that he's broken a, a priceless Ming vase over India's yeah. head. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 So just, that, just that moment of meeting one another and seeing each other and, uh, yeah, just having those two, like I say, just having those two iconic people on screen together. Yeah. They said they they obviously grew a strong bond while filming. They must have because they do really feel like father and son, don't they? You really feel that closeness, and it, yeah, it doesn't ever feel forced or no. if you know what I mean by that. Um, yeah, I really like those sequences. Well, also, they, like I say, but where they where they've written it in a way that you know you see Indy's kind of vulnerabilities and mm. stuff, and this, like you say, this desire to be approved of by his father. Mm following his father's footsteps and all that kind of stuff, which I think mm. is really, it's really, you know, they do it really well. But obviously it's got a lot of a comedic kind of the, you know, the desperate like desire to be, yeah, to be um, seen as like good at what you do and all that kind of stuff. Well, it's also that moment when he does get smashed over the head, isn't it? He, like he thinks that Henry Jones Sr. is sorry because he's hit him over the head. Yeah. And he's not. He's sorry because he thinks he's broken a priceless vase. Oh, yeah. So he's, he's, even the, then there's moments when he's thinking, oh, he does care about me when actually he doesn't. He cares yeah. about yeah. And then he's relieved when he finds out that it's a fake. Um, okay, then, uh, Neil, you're number eight, please. So this is when they're, they're plotting how to get to the truck when they're, when they're sat behind the, the sand. And um, Indy gets asked, what are we going to do? He said, I don't know. I'm making this up as I go along, which yeah. I think is a perfect line and shows Indy's, you know, vulnerabilities and his flaws. I, I just love that line. It always makes me laugh every time. I, I know when it's coming. And I just love that whole bit at the beginning when they're trying to work it out, you know, at that bit and, you know, where they eventually go to steal the truck. But yeah, I think that line is genius. Again, though, it's like we were saying, It's that is so Indiana Jones. It, like, he has mm. been literally making... You go, oh, yeah, actually, 
never really known what he's doing. No. <laughs> no. Which causes then you get the people that say, take Indiana Jones out of the movie, and it has no effect at all, isn't it? Well, I mean, that is one thing I you don't like say. that argument, because no. then what would be no. the point of the movie? Yeah. Well, quite. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is a good one. I mean, I must admit, when we did our top uh, movie quotes, I think I chose "It's not the years, honey; it's the mileage." But mm. that was the it was either that one or that line yeah. that you've got there, because it is like I say, it's such an Indiana Jones thing to say. There's it no is. bravado. There's no I. I know exactly what I'm doing. He has no idea what he's no. doing. He's just going to grab a horse and see what happens. But yeah, great one, great one. Uh, my number eight was the uh, the shot of introducing Indy from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So we're back to you, Giles, with your number seven. Fighting the Nazi pilot in the in the Raiders of the Lost Ark, the big burly... Oh, Pat Roach. Oh, Pat, yeah, Pat Roach. Roach, of course, yes. the, the, the wrestler. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, was he in Alvida St. Pat as well? He was, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so... Bomber. Um, bomber. Bomber, he was. Yeah, he was from bomber. Bristol. Yeah, yeah, so that that great sort of just a punch-up, just an old-school mm. punch-up, which Indy, you know, isn't doing very well in. He knows that this is a, yeah, there's, he's going to have to get some luck and obviously get some luck with a big, large plane. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Marion trapped inside, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just, again, it just sums it up like just being able to sort of wiggle his way out of things mm. at the very last minute. Um, and they, and what another thing about Indiana Jones is that there's lots of kind of, um, sequences that are kind of repeated in the other movies. I mean, we see it again in T- Temple of Doom. There's a similar fight where he's fighting some big guy that he. It's Pat Roach again. Pat Roach again, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so yeah. So they like you know, and I like that that there's this little kind of um, loops that they do with it. Mm. And, you know, you know, we'll probably talk about this scene earlier, but the, the yeah, the um, the sword versus gun jewel and how they kind of repeat mm. that again for another joke. So yeah, I, I, that's another thing I love about the Indiana Jones food. Movies, they're kind of all the in jokes that are in there, yeah. Because he's at the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark as well, isn't he? Pat Roach, he's one of the um guys that come in with the uh, in, Nazi. In, in, yes, in Marion's bar. Marion's bar, yeah, yeah. yeah so he's a total utility man in that, absolutely. Yeah. And he was, he was he's cut out, guy. he was cut out of uh, The Last Crusade, he mm. was the uh, like the captain of the air balloon, the airship. Ah, uh, but that bit got right. cut out. You only see him for a split, a split second. Um, mm. Sort of on the floor when they realise oh, that. Interesting. That, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. He was a he was a go to guy. But again, like it's just that sort of yeah. I mean, obviously it's a bit and it's a bit gory at the end, doesn't oh, it? Oh, with that like, splattering yeah. across the so good yeah. plane and, the, and like Marilyn going, oh, you know. So as, yeah, again, as a as a fight sequence, I really love it. Yeah, it is a great one. Actually. And the pilot of the of the airplane was uh, Frank Marshall, the producer. That's right. Oh, really? That was, um, that was Frank Marshall. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so Neil, your number seven was chilled monkey brains. That's it, the meal. <laughs> uh, my number seven is, this for me is classic, um, I was going to say Tarantino, which would have been amazing if it was classic Tarantino, because he doesn't have nothing to do. <laughs> classic Spielberg. This is um, Tote, uh, the, the Nazi played by Ronald Lacey, um, with his coat hanger. So you have uh, Belloc and Marion in the tent out in Dubai, not Dubai, where is it? Ca- Cairo. And in he comes with his long leather jacket on, looking like a perfect mm. uh, Nazi henchman. Mm. And he brings out what looks like this weapon of torture. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. And the, the, the music is ominous, and both Marion and Belloc are both, like, shitting themselves. And then he turns it around, and it's just a coat hanger for his, for his coat. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And I think that Ronald Lacey is probably the, like, the, 
the, the secret star of Raiders oh, for of the Lost sure. Ark. Oh, I completely he is agree so good. You. He is so good. He's, I mean, he's so menacing, but there's so many parts of it where he's just like total comedy mm. with that character, you know. And then and then he just sits down and goes, "What shall we talk about?" Mm-hmm. And it's oh, it's just ominous, absolutely <laughs> ominous. But yeah, that for me is a it's just a great great moment, and just the way it's shot with the music, John Williams music, you think they're in serious trouble and they're both scared. They're both scared, but yeah, it's just a total fantastic comedy moment. Um, Okay, Giles, you're number six then, please. Short round, driving the car with his little blocks on his feet. (laughs) Yeah. Had to have a short round moment, but I love that, you know, like Dr. Giles and that, yeah, just... uh, No more parachutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think I had to have a moment with Short Round because he's such a great little character. And, uh, yeah, just the fact that he's driving the car with his little blocks um, as the getaway driver, I love that. Mm. Uh, and it was lovely to see the picture of the two of them together this oh, year, wasn't it? Oh, so yeah. good, so good. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was lovely. Uh, and I absolutely adored everything everywhere all at once. I was really pleased yes. to see him, yeah, that, him have a comeback in that way because yeah, you know, it's, it's a real wonderful like kind of Hollywood story, isn't it, him making mm. a comeback? So. Yeah, it did make me kind of nostalgic for those Indiana Jones, that Indiana Jones movie. I'm yeah. still kind of thinking. I'm, I mean, that there's been sort of um, spoiler-free reviews of the Dial of Destiny. Mm. I was, I was wondering whether or not would 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 they have or just given they? him a little, just a little cameo? Yeah, maybe. You know, it'd be so nice to see. Just you know, there's. You know, not what would he be called? Not short round, that's what long round, normal size round. Yeah. Well, he I don't could know. still be called short round. I suppose, yeah. he, I suppose he could. Um, yeah, but the, 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 the reviews have not been good to start with, have they? No, they've well, been... I, I, I got Empire Magazine today and it got four out of five in there. Oh, they did, it? did, but they yeah, did I, give Attack of the Clones five stars. So uh, this is, I know, and so, <laughs> and I'm normally, like, yeah, I'll wait for Mark Mode and see what, he yeah, says. yeah, but no, I've been, I've been, yeah, the reviews have not, but it's got not a very good score score on Rotten no. Tomatoes already but it? then again a lot of people it's the same with Star Wars they jump mm. on and you get more yeah. clicks by being nasty about something that you do about being good about something so it's I'm, I, I'll go and see it myself and mm. uh, make my own mind up on it I think um, okay so that was your number six Jars. Mm. great number, uh, Neil your number six so we talked about Indiana Jones comedy moments is the um, finding the tunnel in the library in the um, last crusade so every time he hits the floor with the big um, metal pole, the way ladies stamp in the books. I think it's so clever, that bit. Yes. And uh, so funny. But yeah, that whole sequence I thought was just geniusly clever. Yeah, very funny. The spot. That's the one? Yeah, very Into good. the rats they go. But yeah, just that timing, it was perfect. And, the, the you know, every time the lady stamps the book, she... Yeah, it was, <laughs> it, was, it was an old guy, wasn't it, with a big tash. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah, it was like, the old looked guy, wasn't like, it? Um, looked a bit like Albert Einstein. Yeah. But yeah, it was like every time he... And then he ended up just putting the stamp down, didn't that's he? That's right. Because he didn't know quite what to do with it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just to let all our Patreon... No, obviously we'll put all the clips that I can find of what we're talking about on the uh, video playlist. And if I can find, I'm pretty sure the making ofs are on YouTube, so I'll pop them on the, the video playlist. Oh, yeah, well. they're good to watch. And that's a good one. Um, okay, so my number six. Now, this one, again, there's nothing works better in comedy than a quick cut, like a quick cut two. And it's from The Last Crusade when... Now, I can't remember. The, what's the name of the guy that's the bad guy? What's his name? 
Oh God! Yeah, I can't remember now. I can't remember what the guy's name is, but he's saying, "Oh, we need to get. We've got the the uh, the Grail Diary, but but pages have been ripped out, so we need to find Marcus Brody." And Indy says, "Well, oh, look, he's got a two day head start. <laughs> he knows twelve different languages. He can blend in. You know, without with any luck, he's got the Grail already." And then you cut to Marcus Brody walking down the track going, uh, hello, does anybody speak English? Someone offers him water. No, no, sorry, his fish make love in it. <laughs> he yeah. just, he's just a complete literal fish out of water. It's such a great cut too, because it, that just makes it so much funnier. And I think um, Denholm Elliott is, yeah. that's, he, he seems to be playing everything for comedy in that movie. Yeah. Whereas he's a bit, he's quite stoic and quite, He's the straight man in well, Raiders, in number two, yeah. he? but in Raiders, he's the man you know giving Indy a lot of like knowledge about well, you know you have to be careful where you go and all that. This one, everything he does, it's almost like he's pissed all the way through it. He probably know, was. He probably was. He, probably. He looks like I mean, he's having loads of fun, and that is just a great, great moment where because it's the bit at the end, isn't it, when they ride off into the sunset? Follow me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right uh, got lost in his own museum huh? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So good. Right. So we're halfway through. So we've been halfway through. We haven't done this with you yet, Charles, have we? Mm. Pop quiz, hot shot. Pop quiz, hot shot. So Uh-oh. here we go. It's first one to three, and they'll all be about Indiana Jones. Um, some, some of the answers we may have already spoken about. Okay. Giles, you're the guest. Would you like to go first or would you like to go second? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. 
Let's have a bit of backing music. Ooh. Isn't it? Okay. Like it. Uh, in Raiders, which is the first destination we visit after we see Indy's plane map for the first time? Is it Nepal? It is Nepal. Well done. Or should I? No, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, well done. Well done. It is Nepal. <laughs> uh, so that's one to you. Neil, your question. Okay. What is the name of the nightclub where the opening of Temple of Doom takes place? Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of my facts. There we are. Oh, one out of one. Oh, Giles, mm. which actor had numerous roles in the first three indie movies, including <laughs> the giant bold Nazi indie fist fights in Egypt? <laughs> it's, not, it's not Bomber from... It's not Pat Roach, is it? <laughs> it is Pat Roach. No, I'm just going to read them as I do them. So, you know, that's just how yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, Neil, which yeah. indie MacGuffin belonged in a museum, according to Indy? Um, that's the, the Ark of the Covenant, isn't it? It's not. No. no. Um, where's the... Oh, no, it's the Ark it's not. Oh, no, no. So, Giles, for your chance, actually, you can win it with this one if you get it yeah. right. Oh, God, there's pressure's on. Well, can you I repeat know. the question? I can. <laughs> Which Indy MacGuffin belonged in a museum, according to Indy? Was it the idol? No. What, what, what? <laughs> it wasn't, no. Because he doesn't he say to him, you, you belong in a museum, isn't it? Oh, no, it was, it was the cross of Coronado from the start oh. of the Last Crusade when he was River Phoenix. He says to the, to the man, this belongs in a museum. Uh, okay, Neil, for you. What was the name of the cult led by Mola Ram? Oh, oh no. No, I can't remember. No? No, I can't remember. I, Have I got to as give you a sad trombone? It, yeah, I can't remember what it was. Okay, Giles, it's over to you to win. As soon the as you ca- say it. The Kalimar. Is it the Kalimar? It's oh. not. It's the Thuggy. Thuggy! The Thuggy. What's the so, Kalimar then? Is that the leader? I think Kalimar not, was the god, wasn't it? I think. Uh, is that not what he's saying when he's Kalimar. ripping? Oh, it might be, yeah. yeah. Kalimar. Yeah. What's your chest? Mother on Shudderon. Doom, doom. And okay then. So uh, is it back to you, Giles, or back to you, uh, Neil? No. Um, oh, God, see, it's no, it's, it's Giles now. It's Giles. That, that was mine because I said I didn't know. Yep. So, Giles, for your chance to win, where did Henry Jones Jr. get his name Indiana from? A dog. A specific dog? What can you tell well, me? What? The family dog? Yes, it yeah. is. Well, <laughs> well done. done. I Giles. mean, not as in, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. This, yes. Um, I had a couple more. So, what was Indy's son's first name? Oh yeah, you see, I blocked that film. Out. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. it, out. it was it was mutt. Oh, uh, how many Sankara stones does Indy steal from Molaram in the Temple of Doom? Three, isn't it? It is three. Mm. And which infamous historical there figure? There was five signed... stones in the beginning. Yes, there was. <laughs> <laughs> which infamous historical figure signed Indy's Grail diary? Uh, Hitler. It was yes. Hitler. And that well was done, um, that was Mr. Bronson. It was, it was, was Mr. Bronson. Mr. Bronson. Yeah, from... yeah, it was. <laughs> Michael Sherd, wasn't it? Sherd, That's right. It? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well done. So there you go. Well done, Giles. Well done, Congratulations. Giles. Thank you. Congratulations on that. Well done. 
Very good. Okay. The, got got lucky with the Pat Roach question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair. I was, I was listening to Neil's facts and I thought, oh, shit. And oh, shit. He's done it again. <laughs> um, right then, Giles, your number five then, please. Number five is the um, collapsing of the bridge in Temple of Doom where it's very tense. They're like the, the Indy's in the middle of this big long rope bridge. He's got the stones, the encouraged stones, and then he's the, the the troops are kind of merging in on him, and he sort of threatens to throw them over the side. Mm. And then he he says something to um, Short Round in um, Chow Chi Lao Su Sung Sai. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's always stuck with me that. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. And um, and then he he cuts the bridge, and obviously it all collapses and stuff. And yeah, just the tension of it really, and the yeah. fact that is is he actually going to do that? You know. Yeah. And he has that little th- that smirk on his face, yeah, doesn't he? It's the fact that like um, it's the I, well, I don't know whether it's sort of pulpy and camp or whatever, but she says um, he's crazy and short. He goes, he, no, he's nuts. Oh, he no nuts. He crazy. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and he has that little glint in his eye, that little yeah. look because he got to make sure they got. And also, Indiana just literally wraps his leg around the bit. Yes, yeah, like, you know, I'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's indie. Uh, Hold on, lady, we going for a ride. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, great one. Uh, go on, then, Neil. You're number five. So it's the <clears throat> it's Temple of Doom again. It's the entrance to the tunnel where we find the sacrificial altar. So when um, he's in her room, I'm right here, and he's trying to find the statue and everything. Oh and yeah, it through, and then we got the bugs into the tunnel of bugs, haven't we? Um, yeah, I yeah. find that whole moment quite funny. I'm here waiting for you. I'm yes. right here. Yeah, yeah. And then it's, he it's, because the 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 bit he pushes in is like the, a woman, isn't it? That's yeah. it His hands on her boobs, he and then she's it, going, yeah. "I'm right here," and then he just disappears, <laughs> disappears through the wall. Yeah, yeah. That's and then it. I suppose it leads into that great moment as well with the insects. You know, we've got the snake sequence, but with insects. Uh, you know, that's what I always thought of. It's what you want from a bit of indie, isn't it? Animal, scary animals. Is yeah, well. creepy crawlies are always mm, a yes. staple part of the indie. Yeah. There's a great bit in the making of where Steven Spielberg, who, of course, in, when, um, married Kate Capshaw, yeah. is trying to tell her about all the creepy crawlies that just, just put your hand in, in there, it'll be fine, don't worry. I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. That's it. But it was all real, and obviously all real creepy crawlies, and God knows what mm. kind of... Crunching. No. Yeah, crunching indeed. Uh, okay, my number five is another um, Henry Jones Jr. and Henry Sr. moment. This is when they are being chased by the plane. And another one of those amazing quick cuts that goes to a joke is... I don't know if I'm... I've got to try and remember the sequence now. I think the first plane goes through the tunnel and then explodes. And the car rushes through the flames... And Henry Jones says to Indy, well, it doesn't get any closer than that. Quick cut to a bomb being dropped <laughs> just in front of the car. And then the <laughs> explodes and then the, the, the smoke clears and you just sort of see Henry Jones just sort of like looking out and then they go and rush off. And then it's that thing where he says, oh, they're trying to kill us. And he goes, yeah, it happens to me all the time kind of thing. But just that again, the, the quick cut. I love a quick cut in comedy. Mm. There's nothing better. Then just a quick cut and it oh, don't come any closer than that. Boom. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, let me see now. What was that at number four? Oh, the rail cart chase was your number four, it Giles. Was, yeah, yeah, that was my number. So four. Neil, what's your number four? 
So uh, Giles has sort of alluded to it earlier on. It's the opening to Crusade with the young Indiana Jones, but it's the train sequence when they're on the train Mm, where he keeps going into each bit. So you work out how he gets his fear of snakes. You find out how he gets the scar on his chin and why he uses the bullwhip. I mean, the three most iconic things probably of indiana jones so yeah and i love it and his I th- hat. he gets his he hat does well. of course he gets the hat mm. and i just think river phoenix played that so well i mean i do miss river phoenix because he was a great actor wasn't he, he? Was. yeah yeah he was really good. was um but yeah i think that was perfect and they couldn't have done it better because uh, <clears throat> watching the series later on i didn't watch it when it first aired the young indiana jones series i didn't like i, I don't really like it very much have you seen any of them i haven't no, no, they're they're back on Disney Plus now, aren't they? Apparently, Are they? Apparently, I so, might yeah. give them another go, but I find, I mean, you had Harrison Ford in one of the episodes recalling the very it, first one, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, and he's got the big beard, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, but I just found them all dull. But that is how it should have been made. The TV series should have spun off of the opening of the Last Crusade and worked it out from there. Mm. But brilliant, the whole whole sequence is brilliant. The yeah. lion, yeah, very good. Very good. I'd forgotten about that one, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, I feel that should have been in my top ten. <laughs> well, well you're gonna, they we're all going to have loads of these, because I've certainly Indeed. heard some of your, you guys and gone, oh. <laughs> Indeed. Um, okay, so my number four, this again is just one shot on its own. Um, so it's the Temple of Doom, and Indy has been through drinking the blood of Kali, and has mm. come back, and he's now going to not only get the Shankara stones, but save all the children. And it's the, one of the mine carts, the light in the mine cart sort of rolls along and there's Indy just stood there mm. with the, with the light behind him and the light in front. And it is just what a fantastic shot. And then you just see, I think his point of view and one of the thuggy guards just go flying where he's punched him. Isn't that, doesn't the guard go first and then you see the silhouette and then you know he's there? I'm pretty sure. No, I think it, no, because I think it's, that's the end, because it's, he goes and gets the the stones and I think Willie says to him, come on, let's get out of here. And he turns around and he goes, yeah, all of us. Yeah. And then it's showing like all the kids being whipped or something like that. And I I don't know, I'll have to double check it again, but it's just that shot. The shot shot of him in the light and the look on his face is like, no one's going to mess with me. I'm going to, do you remember when it, it came all... out, um, the last, uh, um, sorry, Temple of Doom, and they used to do these, like, fold-out sort of making-ofs with pictures of the movies yeah. and everything like that, and then you'd open it out and have the huge poster, wouldn't you? At the yes. End. That was on the cover, that that picture of him in the silhouette and the red. Really? That was the cover of that. Was it? Yeah. I'll yeah. have to look for that. I used to have cool. the big, massive Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm poster but I didn't we didn't have anything on the back it just it was just the poster but yeah it was the, those, those fold up ones i got a few i got a star i had a star wars one out there yeah, yeah, yeah. now been eaten probably by mice somewhere <laughs> <laughs> eaten did you say yeah put in the loft didn't it i've just oh, found a load that. of stuff and it's been, been eaten, eaten by your son i thought you said no mice oh right okay yeah okay um okay so that was my number four um jaws your number three was raiders of the lost ark opening yeah. So back to you, Neil, for your number three. So we talk about classic moments of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's the chase in the market, and you know, ending with the swordsman um, is improvised, a shooting of the swordsman. I know it's been mimicked, it's been done, but obviously that was the original time we saw it. It's the, orig- the OG of that sort of 
action. And I just, the whole cinema erupted. I always remember it of laughing. And to be honest, I mean, watching Raiders Lost Art for the cinema the first time was the first time I'd ever heard in the UK people whooping and hollering and cheering when he did things. And especially that bit, there was a lot of, lot of um, cheering and laughter to it. And it well, is great. And a yeah. famous story, isn't it? Of yeah. Why they did that is it, my so. number one, actually. But I oh, think just it? because of the fact that, you know, yeah, he had the shits. And yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, we're going to have to do it a different way because I can't be like yeah. having a massive, like, sword <laughs> As we're going to talk about now, that is actually my number one as well. It is, I mean, just again, specifically the shooting of the swordsman mm, is yeah. just, yeah, yeah. Because it shows you that he is just a stone cold killer. He doesn't care. He will yeah. just shoot someone in broad daylight, in front yeah. of hundreds of people, in a foreign country. He doesn't care. He's just going to, yeah. you know, because he doesn't want to shoot himself. And it's obviously Temple of Doom where they go to do it again, don't and they? he's got but, his gun's not there. Yeah. And he hasn't got his gun that time. Yeah. yeah. But that was before that happened. Yeah. So that's the well, weird yeah, thing. in theory. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's something he always does. Mm. If he's surrounded by people, he just shoots them. But he forgot he didn't have his gun. Back in the day. Back in the day. It's like Game of Thrones law, isn't it? You can just kill people just for the sake of killing people. Yeah. 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 Doesn't, who cares? Yes, <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Um, so my number three, one of the greatest stunts <clears throat> I've ever seen is the moment in uh, The Last Crusade when Indy or Vic Armstrong, jumps from the horse onto the tank. Oh, yeah. And and that whole scene, the whole tank scene, but specifically, I can remember, I think that was in the trailer, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Every time I look at it now, I think he must have been on wires. Or nowadays, it would have been wires yeah. and blue screen. And, and Vic Armstrong, what an amazing Stunt, stuntman yeah, to start he? with. But that, just doing that, it was just amazing. Mm. Because it wasn't like it cut, you know, he wasn't jumping onto a pad. It looks like he just jumps onto the tank. And it's yeah. just one of those breathtaking moments that I know that Harrison Ford was renowned for like always wanting to do pretty much every stunt that he could. But that one, I know that he left for, for Vic Armstrong mm. to do and for quite wisely, reasons, quite yeah. wisely, I think. But that for me is, is a wow moment. But that whole sequence is great if you watch the making of because it's the problem where his fedora kept his coming hat, off, yes. wasn't it? And he, he jokingly staples it to his yes, head. That's right. Yeah. 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 Oh, such good stuff. Such good stuff. Uh, go on, the Giles, you're number two. Face melting Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they headlining Glastonbury? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. The new, new indie rock band. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, just because it's so gruesome and like you don't expect that mm. in a. In a in essentially is well, I think it was a PG at the time. It was a PG, yes. yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, and just I mean, obviously, there's a slight comedy value to it as well. Um, mm. But you just again, the the power of the uh, of the the arc being opened up and actually mm. you know eradicating all the evil people in the in the scene. And uh, yeah, it's obviously a very it was quite full on scene as a kid, like seeing melting faces. It really was because if yeah. you think about it now, you just they wouldn't do it now in a P or not. I don't that think it'd be suggested. A, would no. it wouldn't be suggested or it would be done in a different kind of way, mm. I don't think. But it was, you know, they properly like kind of gooed it up and everything. They, they really did, yeah. But the other thing is there's stuff worse than that on normal TV these days. Yeah, true. Mm. Isn't it? With Walking Dead and The Last of Us and Game of but, Thrones. But they are certificated after the 9pm watershed, I suppose, whereas yeah, yeah, I suppose Indie so. is, was aimed at kids. It was aimed at kids, wasn't it? It really yeah. was. 
you know. Yeah, yeah. I think it was probably slightly older than, say, your Star Wars. Yeah, wasn't it? It had, cause it, had probably, a few, yeah. it had a few little like bad language and yeah. a little bit of sex. Well, like you said, the cold-blooded killing and stuff. Yeah, it? a little yeah. bit more PG. Isn't it? It's a bit of a, it, It'd probably be a twelve these days. Oh, it? easily be a twelve. They'd probably slip in a couple of swear words and make it a twelve. Yeah, because yeah. that was the thing that with I, mean, I said we we're going to talk about it, but the Crystal Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, there was no blood in that. A lot of people got killed or whatever. You never saw any blood. There was no just the ant bit, wasn't it? it was a bit gruesome. Yeah, even though it was even, CGI even then, awful. Even then, yeah, CGI awful. And it, it was only a split second and then he was completely devoured and you didn't see mm. anything. It wasn't like someone getting their heart ripped out of their chest like Temple of Doom. Although they did cut that in they the did UK cut cinema, that. didn't yes. they? Yes, but if you want to see the actual version, it's on Disney Plus. Now. Yeah, you know, Disney and it Plus is grim. It's it really grim. <laughs> see his hand just go completely into his chest, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's a good one. Face melting Nazis, yeah. 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 You must have yeah. seen that when you saw Roger Waters last week, Neil, surely. Oh, no, they they were cancelled. <laughs> I just wondered, Roger, I, I, Roger I've Waters been reading the news, the... I just wondered yeah. whether he's up to his old tricks again. <laughs> oh, no, he spoke a lot about it, yeah. I bet he did, I bet he did. Um, okay, so Neil, your number two uh, was like unimpressed uh, Henry Jones. Yeah, um, the whole the whole sequence, the, the interaction between the two yeah, of them was just yeah, brilliant. Yeah, excellent. Uh, my number two is when Henry thinks that Indy's died, when Indy's mm. gone over the top with the <laughs> uh, with the tank. Moment, to be fair, yeah, uh, and just the just the look on their face, and you know, I, I I didn't have a chance to tell him. I didn't I, I didn't have enough time, and then even Indy's looking over, like just completely yeah. knackered, looking yeah. over and wondering what they're all looking at. And then just for a split second, you know, the, the paternal sort of feelings come out, gives him a hug. Then he realises, he sort of checks himself and realises and sort of taps him on the back and says, well done, well done. So come on, come on, let's go. And, and then just a beautiful button on the end of the scene as Indy sort of falls down and his hat just rolls back into view. So he still never loses his hat, which is a great, a great little moment. Ah, oh, that's a good one. Okay, a good moment. right then, before we, I mean, we've all, I mean, Giles and I have already told you what our number ones are. Well, we can but, talk about it again. Yeah, but let's um, let's just count down our 10 to 2. Giles, if you do that, Neil will do it, then I'll do it, and then we'll have a little chat about our number ones, which sounds dirtier than it should be. Right. Um, so Temple of Doom opening sequence was my number 10. Chilled Monkey Brains, uh, Dr. Jones's meeting, Fighting Pat Roach, Short Round Driving the Car, the bridge, the bridge collapse or the bridge smashing. Um, opening sequence. No, no, mine. Sorry, minecart chase. Then opening sequence. Mel, uh, melting Nazis and the sword versus gun duel. Okay, oh, the Neil. facing face melting, melting Nazis is never not funny. To say. <laughs> <laughs> so at number ten, I had Indy's intro from the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Nine, the rail cart chase. Number eight, I don't know. I'm making this up as I go along. Number seven, the meal monkey brains. Number six, the tunnel in the library with the librarian. Number five, the entrance to the tunnels to the sacrifice altar in doom number four the opening to crusade young indie number three the chase in the market and swordsman number two indian dad on the bike and sidecar that's it and mine is number 10 was the indie silhouette from crystal skull nine an impressed dad in the last crusade number eight the introducing indie shot from uh, raiders seven totes coat hanger from raiders six 
uh, Brody abroad in the Last Crusade five. Don't get any closer than that from the Last Crusade four. Indy in the light. Temple of Doom 3, the car versus horse chase and the uh, jump over to the tank from Raiders. And number two, Henry thinks Indy dies in The Last Crusade. So, Giles, you've already said what your number one is. Have you ever seen the footage? Because that, that's my number one as well, shooting the swordsman mm. from Raiders. Have you ever seen the footage of the 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 fight that they actually shot? I, I, I might have, but I'm I can't off the top of my head think of how it goes yeah because i have seen lots of like behind the scenes stuff in mm, those movies because indy fought him with his whip and there's there's moments when they're fighting over i think fighting around where there's fruit a bit like the original fight mm. that they do as uh, earlier on but yeah it's it's weird how sort of moments like that in cinema history happen totally i mean if he hadn't had the shits they'd have had like a boring whip versus sword yeah yeah and it wouldn't have been the same it's just an iconic piece of filmmaking mm. yeah yeah through chance isn't it absolutely <laughs> absolutely go on then neil what's your number one so it's the well of souls escape that right. whole bit when he t- rocks the um to get out of the well of souls and the snakes when he rocks and again watching the making of you know that this went wrong but they kept it in how it went wrong pushing the big statue through the wall the whole bit it's quite terrifying as a kid wasn't it that whole bit with the sequence of the skeletons and the snakes crawling out their mouth but yeah i think this is watching the making of that realizing how dangerous a stunt again they put their life on the line and it went wrong they went through the wall wasn't it (laughs) properly through but it looks amazing on screen yeah the the fact that they built that giant uh, whatever it is um it just looks superb. And the whole Well of Souls sequence is great with the snakes and everything. Asps. Why did it have to be asps? <laughs> yeah. And they never had enough snakes as well. They only had like 3,000 right. snakes. And so Spielberg asked mm. for another 7,000 snakes. Wow. Yeah, so they, they got every yeah, every pet shop in London. And apparently, where was it? I can't remember. Somewhere else abroad. They just got fished in all the fished in. Loads Slithered snakes, in yeah. all these snakes. And... Um, and there's a, there's a hidden uh, C-3PO and R2-D2. There is the on the hieroglyphics, mm, isn't On the it? hieroglyphics. Yeah. Yeah. But the um, if you notice now that they've remastered it or watched it again, when you see the bit when he falls in front of the Cobra and it's there in front of him, you can actually see the glass now. Well, they've they've now, apparently, the latest versions, you, they've digitally uh, got rid of that good. glass as well. The, good. Because that was that, always the thing that got me. I thought, oh, my God, he's so brave. And I thought, oh, no, put a sheet of glass in front. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. But, yeah, but it's a great working thing. Yeah, they've apparently digitally got rid of that as well. Oh, good. I've not watched it on Disney+, Plus. I must give it oh, a Have you not? It's, no. It's, no, it's, it's well worth it. Um, right, we've got a few honourable mentions. Um, so at Fiona Robin said, where do I begin? I've tried and failed to find a fave moment. Uh, okay, here goes Raiders of the Lost Ark, the beginning when he's running away while being pursued by angry natives, blowing mm. poison darts at him. Uh, at Andy McEwen, one said no ticket from the, the last uh, crusade. Oh yeah. When he, go- I can't remember the name of the Nazi. Uh, he doesn't, his face isn't melting, but he chucks the Nazi out. Of the uh, airplane, air, well, the air balloon, isn't it? The zeppelin, isn't it? The zeppelin, yes. and then everyone's all looking at him, all the the well-to-do <laughs> guests, and he's going, "No ticket!" So they all grab their tickets and they're waving <laughs> yeah. their tickets. Uh, 
Uh, at, and Kit Torpin said, true moments and not scenes. These movies are full of them, so this is hard. The fade-in of the Paramount Mountain onto the mountain where we first meet Indy. The German uniform he takes off a soldier and it doesn't mm. fit. That's a great one. Yeah. yeah. That is so good. Um, uh, Indy was the dog. And the student with I Love You on her eyelids. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Reaction. I forgot about that. That's a great moment. Yeah. Oh, that is yeah, a great that moment. Because yeah. that's the difference. You, the, the juxtaposition of Indian raiders and being all flustered and not being able to carry on. And then they do the same sort of scene at the start of The Last Crusade, I think. And he's talking yeah. about fact and about X doesn't never, ever marks the spot. And you can see he's sort of flirting with the girls in the his pupils, whereas before he was very flustered all the time. That's a great one. I completely forgot about I'm that one. I completely forgot that one. Uh, and Henry Senior scaring the birds with his umbrella. Oh, of course, yeah. And that was another good Making one. Making the plane crash, yeah. There you go. So thank you very much for that. Um, that's it. We've done it. So Giles. Well, that seemed quicker, didn't it? <laughs> yes. Tell us about what, what have you got going on? You've always got something going on. You're always writing something. So what have you got going on? Tell us. Um I haven't I'm not writing much at the moment, actually. I've just I'm just starting another podcast. You know, you never have too many podcasts. Absolutely. You don't have to so tell I'm us about a, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so I'm doing a podcast with my my great friend Sophie Green, who's a conservation artist. Um, you might have seen her work around, but yeah, she does amazing photographic, realistic big cats and primates and all sorts of things. Anyway, uh, we're really, both of us are really quite into self-development and well-being and stuff. So the podcast is kind of about that and it's called Unquestionable. And yeah, we have sort of deep dive conversations with people about the unquestionable truths of human nature and psychology and relationships and all sorts of things. So yeah, so that starts in June. We've recorded a whole bunch of episodes. So um, it's going to be video as well. So there's going to be, there's some studio stuff. Mm. So yeah, we're going to, um, so which is a bit of a departure for me. I don't normally like to see my face <laughs> and stuff. So, uh, um, so yeah, so that's, that, that's been really fun to make because we're, we're, we're great mates. So it's just been fun to do that together. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what I've been working on the last few, few months. But you st- have you still got another book that you're looking to get like the funding for? Oh yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Gigantium, which is, um, like the third, it's probably going to be the last book I do with Unbound. Um, it's another verse novel, but this one's uh, kind of dystopian sci-fi, but again, written in verse. Um, yeah, so it's a kind of a planet has been, um, our planet has been kind of invaded by uh, this sort of alien race who have kind of taken all the commodities of electric and everything out. And uh, it's a bit of a barren wasteland and there's sort of little communities of people that are trying to kind of eke out a normal life. And the focus is kind of on this horticulturalist and his son who were continually trying to grow you know, vegetables and plants and stuff. Um, so the focus is on that. And there's a sort of civil unrest background to it. And, yeah, it's it's kind of three separate stories that interlink with one another right. um, across, the, across the book. So, yeah, it's a little bit different and a bit weird. But then, you know, my stuff I do. There you go. Well, <laughs> um, we'll put the link in, in the Thank show you. notes Thank for you. that. Yeah. And um, uh, so when is your podcast out? Uh, be coming out in June, so yeah. Okay, um, but you, yeah, you can follow us on um, Twitter, and it's unquestionable, unquestionable pod on Instagram, unquestioned pod on Twitter. You can come and find us and see a bit about when the episodes start dropping. And uh, yeah, well, we've some great people like Robin Ince, David Badil. We've got John Monson coming on. So yeah, a bunch of really cool, cool dudes. And um, yeah, some mm-hmm. great people like um, I had a nutritionist called Pauline Cox on. Um, we've had Rosie Jones, the comedian. So yeah, loads, loads of cool people like talking about. Yeah, self development. 
Excellent. Well, we, we, I'll, put the, I'll put the links to the Instagram and the and the Twitter Thank on you. the Appreciate show notes that. as well. Yeah, and will it be on all the pod for, all pod the pod places platforms. and YouTube? Where there's this thing called YouTube apparently that people there yes. go. It's something the kids use, I think. But uh, yeah, there might even be. There's this other thing called TikTok. I think there might be some stuff going on there. Excellent. Ooh. That's wonderful. Okay, so before we say our goodbyes and before Neil um, gives us all the details of how you can get in touch with us, we'd like to say hello and thank you to Erin Peterson, our latest Patreon top head. Oh, hello, Erin. Thank you very much for supporting the podcast. God bless you. You literally keep the lights on. So thank you so much. Um, if you want to become a top head or if you want to get in touch with us, Neil, tell everybody how they can get in touch with us and all that gubbins. Well, you can get in touch with us on multiple ways. You can email us at top10pods at hotmail.com. You can find us on all the social medias at top10pods. You can come and give us a click, give us a like, and ask us anything. And then, like Pavs just said, you can come and help support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash top10pods. So many rewards to choose from. Come join the club and we thank you immensely if you do. Check out all of our links via the link tree. You can find the link in the show notes. And please do come and subscribe and leave us a rating and review wherever you get your podcast from. There you go. To the dulcet tones of John Williams. Ladies and gentlemen, that was top 10 Indiana Jones (laughs) moments. Ah, it's always lovely to talk to you, Giles. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you asking me to come on and talk about Indiana Jones. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Good luck with the podcast. Good thank luck you. with everything else you got going, mate. Uh, Neil, thank you so much. Thank you very much, Pav. Thank you very much, Giles. Always a Thanks, pleasure Neil, to see you. Lovely to see Always you guys. Always a pleasure. Excellent. Thank, you, so thank you very much, everybody, for watching and listening. And go start the countdown. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.